You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the show. I've done a lot of podcasts in the last few days, but hopefully you guys have enjoyed every single one of them. Pleased to have guys like Sean Walker on the show on a regular basis to talk about things like Kalani Sitake's contract extension. We're going to talk about that a little bit more today. We'll also talk about the snafu that has become the issue of trying to catch BYU playing UMass on TV this weekend. We'll talk about that, some of the options available to you as a BYU fan, and of course catch up with everything else going on in BYU sports. Today's show brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union, as well as our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you about both of those great companies as today's podcast rolls on. With that rundown out of the way, let's get to it. This is Locked On Cougars for November 19th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the show. This podcast aims to be your one-stop shop for all things BYU news, regardless of if it's football, basketball, track and field, rugby, whatever it may be. We want to make you the smartest BYU fan in the room, and hopefully you guys join us each and every day. This podcast is available on all major podcatchers, pretty much every hotspot you can think of, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Just search us out. Please follow along and give us a good rating and review if you don't mind doing that in advance. Thank you for doing that. Let's kick things off today and talk a little bit more about Kalani Satake and his contract extension. He's been extended through 2023, and I think all things considered, it's a good deal for all parties involved. It gives the university plenty of flexibility on their end. Obviously, Kalani Satake coaches prefer stability and he did not want to go into the final year of his deal without a contract extension and I can tell you this much in talking with people that Kalani really pursued this after the announcement by Tom Homo and they got the deal done early yesterday morning after it wasn't completely done Saturday night when the announcement from Tom Homo came with the reveal of the hashtag extend Kalani shirt that he that he revealed in the locker room. So I'm, I'm glad to see both parties uh, speed up the process, get the announcement out, because as we talked about yesterday, I was having people telling me that they were going to hold off and really finalize things and announce it while BYU awaited their bowl game in December. But having the announcement come now, I think, juices up a week that otherwise la- lacks a lot of pizzazz. UMass is awful. There's no doubt about it. The Minutemen, they have been a bad football team, one of the worst football teams in the FBS sub-ranks, uh, FBS subdivision maybe even the FCS. Most of the FCS could probably beat the Minutemen. So this is actually a good week to have this announcement come out for Kalani Satake because it spices up what otherwise would be a pretty lackluster week in terms of coverage for the Cougars. So I think it's a good deal all the way around. Now, let's get you some of the sounds, some of the reaction from Kalani Satake yesterday as he talked to the media about getting the contract extension. Well, let's let you hear first off his initial reaction when asked what he felt about getting the extension done. 
decided to keep coaching, keep working, you know. So just thankful to, first of all, to our players and uh, hard work and the belief they have in, in, in the system and our program. And I'm just thankful to the administration, you know, Tom Homo, President Worthen for all their hard work and uh, their belief in me and my coaches and the uh, support staff. Everyone that's been involved with BYU, just has so much gratitude coming from me. I Just on behalf of me and my family, just thank you. So well, my family and I, we love it here in Provo. And we're looking forward to spending more time here. There you go. Kalani Sataki, man, he is one guy who's always eager to deflect attention away from himself and thank others for helping him out. And I, I get that, And but he, he also deserves some credit here. He earned this contract extension. He's captured the heart and soul of this football program when at times during his head coaching tenure earlier on, it looked like he had, he had lost control at points. He's regained control. He's got his players on board with him, and they're, they've rewarded him with stellar play. They're on a four-game win streak, should make it five this week in and hopefully go in for a sixth win at San Diego State a week from now. Now, also when this whole contract extension talks were going on, Kalani preferred to focus on football apparently. Tom had asked me to just trust him in the whole process and so I think, you know, that he, he can probably tell you more of the details on it, but my focus has been on trying to win games and, and uh, try to keep this team going and keep building the momentum. So if you want to ask details, you can ask him, but I thought they allowed me the opportunity to just keep coaching and that, that's all I'm thankful for. Tom Homo told Kalani to trust him and apparently it paid off because Homo makes that reveal Saturday night. A deal is struck early Monday morning or a deal was finalized. The contract extension finalized through 2023 early yesterday morning. And of course, the announcement comes out yesterday, kind of mid morning time. It was like 1030, 1045. And Kalani Satake is signed through the 2023 season. Like I said, head coaches, coaches in general, it's a very nomadic lifestyle. So they prefer any and all security they can get and obviously Kalani Sitake likely probably would have wanted a longer contract extension if truth be told but the fact that he's got another three years added on to his current deal is a great deal all the way around for for all parties Uh, of course the players for BYU like I said he's captured the hearts and minds speaking of coach Sitake the hearts and minds of his players they very much have been involved with this whole process been very vocal about wanting coach Sitake to get that contract extension well here's what Kalani Sitake had to say about their efforts in helping him out. Yeah, I, I love them. I don't think they need to do that, right? But the, these guys know, and these coaches have worked really hard, and the, the feeling that we have together as a program, I, I think people can kind of see what we're about and that we care about each other, and, you know, they care about the fans, and, and so I just got me emotional about just thinking about it, you know, emotional around that time, and, and I just, I'm really, really thankful to be their coach, and we have such great kids, you know, but probably spent enough time talking about it, and I'll be honest with you, we got an opportunity to win game this, this week and build on the momentum that we have, and I said this before, you've heard me say it before, that this program is not about one player, so um, this press conference has gone long enough talking about one coach, so it won't be about a coach either, so we're just going to keep focused on the players and, and uh, giving the fans what they want, just really, really thankful for the fan base that we have. There you go, and Kalani Satake said, he's, hey, I'm thankful that I'm their head coach, they've backed me up, but they didn't need to go out and kind of publicly uh, ask for my extension. A lot of players seen wearing Extend Kalani t-shirts on the field on Saturday, some guys wearing them, other guys just carrying them around like a flag. I believe it was Kairos Tonga maybe yesterday during media availability with the press conference said that the, actually the players planned on running with one like between two, between their hands as they ran out of the tunnel. Didn't necessarily work out. It might have been Uriah Leia Tawa 
now if I think about it. But all things considered, the players helped Kalani Sitake. They obviously showed the administration at BYU, Tom Homo, etc., that this guy has the heart and soul of his team. He has all of his players on board with him. They believe in what he's doing. They want him to be their head coach going forward. And I think it's going to pay off. I think that in recruiting, BYU can now go out on the recruiting trail and be a lot more vocal about, hey, Kalani Sitake is locked in here. You should come sign up here as he will be your head coach for the entirety of your career. And there's there's a lot to be said for that because a lot of negative recruiting happens when a coach doesn't have a contract extension sitting there. And it's obviously been hampering BYU in their recruiting efforts this year with Kalani at one point looking like, okay, maybe he's going to go into the final year of his deal without, a, without an extension. And that would have been a big time hurdle for the BYU staff to overcome. Uh, one final note for me in terms of Kalani Satake talking about his contract st- status. Uh, the reveal from Tom Homo Saturday night, as we talked about on Locked On Cougars over the weekend, it actually caught Kalani off guard. Here's what he had to say about that. It surprised me, you know, but it was cool. I I, I liked the way he delivered it. It was a good moment. Our guys were, got an opportunity to dance again in, in, in the locker room. And so whenever that happens, it's a good sign for us and a good sign for the program and a lot of fun for the for the fans. And this in this specific weekend, it was a lot of fun for the seniors. There you go, Kalani Satake. So it did catch him off guard, but he appreciated how everything was handled. Handled. And ever the gracious uh, coach is Kalani Satake. He's never going to go and say, well, I, I didn't appreciate it. No, it, it obviously was awesome to hear his players roar with approval once Tom Homo revealed that shirt. And I think it's a very very good uh, situation for BYU to have Kalani inked through 2023. Obviously he'll be wanting another extension at some point, but the fact is that he signed up for four more seasons is a big time deal for the Cougars as they now look to build on this season going into 2020 and beyond. I think that BYU is going to benefit from this, and here's hoping that it has the intended effect on recruiting. Uh, Kalani did talk about, he was asked if this uh, extension can help with recruiting, but here's what he had to say in terms of how they can use this to benefit the players both on the team and recruits out in the recruiting field. I want guys that want to be here, you know, and we have guys that we've recruited and committed, and this uh, commitment goes both ways. And so we're going to keep recruiting, but the guys that are truly committed, the guys that are on our team right now. So I think we recruit from within, and we recruited a lot of walk-ons to bring them here, prefer to walk-ons, and put a lot of time in their development. So I think we look within and give the guys that deserve it the most, and then then go from there. But we're always going to recruit and try to get some difference makers and and some guys that we can build our program around, but we want to do things the right way too and make sure that we show a lot of respect and, and appreciation for the guys that are on the team currently. There you go, Kalani Sitake. So he he's a guy who's been very vocal about making sure that preferred walk-ons are rewarded for their stellar play for BYU, and I think it's a great system to have in place for the Cougars because it allows you to go recruit guys who have a chip on their shoulder. They come in they're hell-bent on proving themselves, and once they prove themselves, Dax Milne is the poster child for this. They prove themselves and they find themselves on scholarship and they can continue to contribute at a high level. I think it's a great way that BYU can overcome some of the recruiting challenges that they have had in terms of landing top talent. Obviously, you want difference makers. There's no doubt about that. You heard Kalani talk about it. He wants to find difference makers on the recruiting trail. But if you can find those diamonds in the rough, those guys who maybe have been overlooked a little bit, you convince them to come in, prove themselves as a preferred walk-on with the BYU football program and once they do that you reward them with that scholarship 
I think it's actually a really good recruiting tool for BYU to use because they've got so many other significant challenges to getting high-level talent into school in Provo. So I think it's a great way to go about it. I'm glad to hear Kalani. He's been very uh, steady about saying, we're going to reward guys who have been uh, with this program, who have always wanted to put the time in and have proven themselves as preferred walk-ons. We'll make sure they're rewarded for their efforts. So there you go. Some of the news and notes from Kalani Sitake's press conference. A great bit of news yesterday coming out with the official announcement that Kalani Sitake has that contract extension in hand, signed, sealed, and delivered, and he is locked up through 2023. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we need to talk a little bit about your options when it comes to watching BYU and UMass this weekend. Starting to do a little bit of a snafu. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. Before we do that, though, reminder for you guys that Deseret First Credit Union is our is our title sponsor here on Locked On Cougars, and we love having them on board. Deseret First Credit Union shares a faith-based bond with all of its members, but they also celebrate the unique goals and passions of their individual members. They're asking right now, what's your why? You've probably seen this on some of their other advertising campaigns. They want to help you guys fund that passion project by considering refinancing your home loan. Right now, refinancing doesn't have to be hard or even cost you anything, and with rates still low, sitting in the threes, I've seen them in the low threes, which is absolutely phenomenal. Now is a great time to refinance your home loan and keep more money in your pocket. With a no-cost refinancing from Deseret First, you can get locked into that low rate for absolutely nothing and potentially save yourself up to hundreds of dollars a month, guys. It's a fantastic option. I would encourage you to check it out. I'm currently going through the process myself, and it's actually been fairly painless and easy. I was terrified of doing it. I just think paperwork is a bother, and I didn't want to deal with it, but all things considered, it's actually been a pretty smooth process, and I'm actually going to be saving some money, and I'm looking forward to that. The DFCU Mortgage Team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation, whether it's your first home, you're looking for your dream home, you've got investment properties, or regardless of what you're trying to do, I guess is what I'm trying to say, they're ready to help you. Call them, 801-456-7070, or visit dfcu.com to apply in five minutes or less. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required, OAC, terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. As you guys probably know by now, BYU is playing at UMass this weekend in Amherst at McGuirk Alumni Stadium. Where it's the home field of UMass. Last year, BYU played the Minutemen at Gillette Stadium, which is the home of the New England Patriots. But they've decided to switch gears this year and play the game at the home field for UMass. And let's put it this way. Trying to watch this game is going to become quite a... Uh, hunt if you want to really find it without having to pay a significant fee. Uh, UMass this year, they sold their home game rights to an online streaming service called Flow Sports. If any of you are fans of non-traditional sports like track and field, uh, soccer, etc., you've probably heard of Flow Sports. They have different channels. They have Flow Track, Flo, whatever sport they're talking about, Flow Football, Flow Soccer. Well, Flow Football is the arm that is going to be televising or ha- has the broadcast rights to this game for BYU and UMass. Now, okay, you're probably asking, okay, well, this is a similar setup to what the Toledo game was with ESPN+. It is but significantly more expensive. I'll get that out of the way right now. Uh, I've seen anywhere from $20 to $30 for a monthly fee with Flow Sports to watch this game alone. And you, of course, when you sign up, they always have that thing where it's going to be a recurring payment. So if you are going to just uh, eat the eat the cost, watch the game. Obviously, big BYU fans, I don't blame you one bit for doing it. I'm likely going to do it myself. I actually pretty much guarantee I'm going to do it because I work in the field and I need to watch the game. I work in sports media. 
it's 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 just bothersome. It's plain and simple. It's bothersome that uh, Flow Sports would not work with BYU. In talking with some BYU TV employees yesterday, BYU has made multiple overtures over the few over the summer and during the season so far, trying to get Flow Sports and UMass on board with a simulcast with BYU TV. Now you're probably thinking, well, UMass wants to control the rights. They're playing hardball with BYU. It's actually not UMass, according to what I heard from BYU TV employees. It's Flow football are the people that are holding this up. UMass was okay with BYU being a, a broadcast partner on this game, putting it on cable TV, because BYU TV is in 60 million homes plus around the country and would have just expanded the whole uh, ability for UMass football to be seen by more people. But Flow Sports would not play ball. They have steadily uh, just refused to allow BYU to be a broadcast partner on this game. And as such, if you're going to watch this game, you need to find either an illegal stream. I'm not going to recommend that because all kinds of viruses and malware can come with that to your computer. Or you're just going to have to foot the bill and pay the 20 or 30 bucks. It kind of depends on where you look. I looked on my Roku player last night and it had a $30 charge if I wanted to watch it on that. I've seen other people say they signed up online and it's $19.99. Other people say that if you do like a recurring payment deal with Flow Sports, it's $12.50, but you can cancel at any time. Regardless of that price point, it's just it's irksome that uh, Flow Sports is getting in the way of this when BYU and UMass are on board with BYU TV being a broadcast partner on this game would only help Flow Sports because BYU is not going to broadcast this game. They're not going to send a crew and produce this game. All BYU TV was trying to do was rebroadcast the game. They're going to take the Flow feed and put it on cable television. Flow is a streaming service. It's not on traditional linear cable and it would have helped out in terms of the exposure for both UMass, Flow Sports, and obviously BYU by extension. I don't get why Flow is being so hard-headed about this. Obviously, they want to protect their bottom line. I understand that, but I can tell you this much. There have been other pro teams, uh, <clears throat> DC United, <clears throat> that this year signed up with Flow Sports for a streaming package for their home matches in MLS, and guess what? Not even halfway through the season, that package was blown up. Flow has a pretty spotty track record. I'm hoping that all goes well this weekend with this, but if you are going to watch BYU play this weekend, yeah, either you're going to have to negotiate an illegal pirated stream somewhere on maybe some shady site on the web. And if you guys have links to this that are actually better than some of the shady ones I have seen in my time in sports media, let me know at Jacob C. Hatch or at Locked on Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Let us know if you have links to that type of stuff, or if you're going to flip the bill it's it's an expensive chunk of change honestly because you already paid what five six bucks to watch the espn plus game against toledo but then 20 to 30 bucks to watch one game against umass a one in 10 minutemen team that is not good thanks flow i flow sports that's just that's great let me tell you i'm I'm so excited to to pay 20 to 30 bucks to watch one football game i know i shouldn't be complaining obviously but it just seems like a, a dumb situation all the way around because BYU TV, all they wanted to do was take the flow feed. They're not going to put T- BYU TV branding on this broadcast. They're going to take the flow feed and put it out on cable television. 
I think it would have been a win-win for Flow Sports and UMass to have BYU TV on board. It sounds like UMass was on board, but Flow Sports would not play ball with BYU TV. And for that, I think that's absolutely asinine for them to do that. Anyways, just my take on it. And also one other note for you guys. I know Flow Sports says you can have up to 12 concurrent streams. Well, the issue is you have to be on the same Wi-Fi as whoever the first person that signs up on the account. So I know that a lot of you are probably thinking, well, if we buy in together, we can stream it at our uh, separate homes. Won't work that way, apparently, according to what I've read and heard about Flow Sports setup. You have to be sitting on the same Wi-Fi network to use those streams concurrently. You can't be at one house and have another home using the same login to watch the game. Uh, I've seen some other people talking about YouTube TV, spoofing yourself to watch the game on YouTube TV because NESN, New England Sports Network, which is also broadcasting the game, is available in the New England area. Apparently, that doesn't work even if you try to use a VPN. And obviously, I've also heard Fubo. TV has a seven-day free trial and has NESN on their net on their lineup, but I think you have to put in a, a Massachusetts zip code. And I've also heard the IP addresses are being tracked, and that might not work for you in that regard. So, regardless, it would have been nice if BYU TV and Flow Sports could get on the same page. It sounds like UMass, BYU, and BYU TV are on board, but Flow Sports, the fourth partner in all of this, decided they wanted to play hardball, and as such, you're gonna have to foot a pretty significant bill or find an illegal stream to watch the game this weekend we'll see how it shakes out but makes me a little bit bothered because 30 bucks man that's okay i like i said i shouldn't be complaining but 30 bucks for one game let's be real that's a lot of that's a massive chunk of change so best of luck to you guys as you try to find the stream and of course let me know you can follow the show on facebook instagram and twitter at locked on cougars let us know if you have a way to help other listeners out to watch this game you also can send me messages at jacob c hatch on twitter as well all right we'll catch up on everything else going on in byu sports here in just a moment obviously there's a lot going on this time of year it is the busiest time of the year when in terms of sports keeps going back and forth but I want to remind you, remind you guys, treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Listening on the go, if you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers on the Locked On Sponsors page at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. All right, guys, need to take a minute and talk to you about one of our great sponsors here on Locked On Cougars, and that is our good friends over at All Guard Pest Control. Seth Baird is the owner. I've met with him multiple times. He's a big-time BYU fan, and he wants his company to be your number one service provider when it comes to pest control issues. What I love about All Guard Pest Control is they're a company based in Utah County, but capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front. Regardless of where you live, All Guard, Seth and his team will make sure you're taken care of. They also don't believe in door-to-door salesmen. You're never going to hear guys from All Guard Pest Control knocking on your door asking if, if, they, if you want them to spray for bugs. They do offer two unique services packages that I like quite a bit. First thing is they offer a quarterly pest control program, which is awesome for anybody who wants to have peace of mind knowing their home is protected. They have that barrier around their home. They come out once every three months, make sure that barrier is maintained to make sure you have no pests, no creepy crawly things getting into your home. They also offer one-time services, so you don't need to sign a long-term contract just for a one-time treatment. They'll come out, take care of you the one time, and they'll leave you alone. It's whatever you want. They'll fit the right package for you. It's great to hear that All Guard Pest Control is 
for the customer, I guess is the easiest way to say it. They want the customer to feel comfortable with their services. They use the safest products in the industry. They have incredible online reviews. You can go out and search All Guard Pest Controls. You're going to see five-star reviews up and down Google and the like. They do a great job. Seth and his team, like I said, are big BYU fans. So when you give them a call, make sure to let them know that Locked On Cougars and Jake Hatch sent you. Give them a call, 801-851-1812, or go to allguardpestcontrols.com to learn more about this company. Once again, All Guard Pest Controls, proud sponsor of Locked On Cougars. Give them a call, 801-851-1812, or check them out online at allguardpestcontrols.com. All right, as we close out today's edition of the podcast, I thought about talking about local Cougars and the pros, but I found a story from Dick Harmon in the Deseret News to be much more compelling. We'll talk about, we'll recap how the former Cougars and the pros did tomorrow on the podcast, have a little more time there. But it was a story from Dick Harmon in the Deseret News, obviously a longtime BYU sports columnist. Harmon does a great job. But on Saturday, it was senior day, obviously, for BYU football, uh, 19 seniors being honored in their final home game as members of the BYU football program. But also one other thing is Kyle Morrell. And if you don't remember that name or if you're not familiar with that name, I would encourage you guys to research who Kyle Morrell is. He's a former player for BYU, has one of the most iconic plays you've probably seen on a BYU highlight reel. If you don't know his name, you've seen this play. In the 1984 season when BYU obviously won the national championship, Kyle Morrell dove over the line at Hawaii and dragged down Rafael Cherry, uh, the quarterback for the Rainbow Warriors, from behind. He flipped over the line, grabbed Cherry, and dragged him down on the goal line to preserve a BYU win in the islands and keep the undefeated season and obviously BYU's national championship hopes alive. It's literally one of the most iconic plays I've ever seen in BYU history. Every highlight reel I have ever seen of BYU football has this play on it. What, what, one of the cool things about Saturday's uh, game was that Kyle Morrell was one of the honorary flag bearers for BYU. Now, he was not running the flag out on Saturday because he is dealing currently with ALS. And any of you who know what ALS is, it's a debilitating disease. Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. I'm a kid who grew up on BYU highlights from the 1970s and 80s because I had family members who were around the program during that time, and I watched a lot of these, and Kyle Morrell was a guy who always stood out on film. But it was good to see him on the field being honored by BYU alongside the senior players for BYU. Uh, Morrell uh, still dealing with ALS. He now weighs only 130 pounds. Uh, he actually has not taken to a wheelchair full time. He still takes, he still walks around, only can walk 10 to 15 steps at a time, according to the story from Dick Harmon. But I, it was just an incredible, incredible player. But it was cool to see the story of Kyle Morrell come back to the forefront Saturday as he was honored alongside side all of BYU seniors as an honorary flag bearer as BYU took on Idaho State. So wishing nothing but the best to Kyle Morrell and his family. Like I said, that tackle on Raphael Cherry on the goal line there at Aloha Stadium in 1984 on September 22nd will forever live on in BYU football history. Just an absolutely incredible play because you rarely see guys dive over the line and actually come up with a big play. He timed the snap perfectly, dives over the line, does a complete front flip, grabs Raphael Cherry by the jersey 
jersey and hauls him down. Just an incredible, incredible play. And awesome to see a legend like Kyle Morrell, who is dealing with a debilitating condition at this point in his life, honored by BYU football fans on Saturday. So wishing, like I said, nothing but the best to Kyle Morrell and his family as they move forward here. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast brought to you today by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union, as well as our good friends at DoorDash and All Guard Pest Control. Check out all three of those great companies. Great deals, obviously, right here on Locked On Cougars. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks again for joining us. This has been Locked On Cougars for November 19th, 2019.